everybody to the live talk show. I'm Tessa Magnolo, and today we're going to talk about creativity. Is creativity an essential skill for you as a legal professional to build a successful career in the 21st century? In order to talk about this topic, I am bringing for you all a really special guest expert who has built an incredible career. She is today the CEO of Polypro, which is a contract automation platform in the Silicon Valley. She has pioneered uh, in so many fields, including online negotiations using technologies, disruptive technologies. So that's also what we're going to talk today. Olga Mike is also an advocate for women leadership, resilience, inclusion. So we're going to talk a lot about this with our guest. Are you ready? Yo, hi Olga, nice to be, nice to see you today. Hi, Tessa. Hi, everyone. It's good to be here and good to see everyone. Maybe to get started, is creativity something that is possible in the legal sector? Is it actually desirable to be creative? Has it helped you in any ways? Uh, let's talk a little bit about that to just get things started here. Well, that's a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to say yes, yes, and yes. Um, possible, yes, creativity is an equal opportunity kind of thing. Desirable, absolutely, yes. Uh, in fact, I think it's more than desirable. It's a mission critical, table stakes skills of a 21st century lawyer. And yes, some people, you know, born with slightly more, um, you know, inclination toward it. And yes, you can, it's a learned skill. Um, and so, and yes, I do think that it should be taught in law school. So yes, yes, yes to creativity. So maybe let's demystify this for the audience. Our audience, mostly legal professionals, creativity is completely new. Most of, most of them, most of us, you know, think creativity is just for the arts. Uh, maybe we can dive a little bit deeper into what are the creative skills that you believe helped you and can help others to really make a difference and, and show the way forward uh, for law? Well, um, well, first of all, I, I think there are quite a lot of creative lawyers. I've had uh, an opportunity to work with all kinds of creative lawyers. Um, and you see quite a lot of it on intersections, on intersection of, say, law and technology or intersection of uh, law and business. Um, you see it often in novel situations. So it's not that law has no creativity. In fact, most amazing lawyers we know are highly creative. Uh, what I do think is that sometimes lawyers use limited tools. Um, you know, one of the things that, you know, when I got to law school, somebody said that law is a thousand year past and you have to follow it. And that quote sort of stuck in my mind. And I repeatedly keep coming back to the answer to that is that is not true. Um, and one of the things that I kept thinking in law school for three years um, is that where did all the pictures go? Because Tessa, I don't know about you, but my mother was reading me picture books when I was growing up. <laughs> and uh, all I saw in law school is a lot of text. And um, I remember, you know, uh, as I was reading uh, various uh, uh, case law and various statutes, I remember putting pictures on the side and, and notes for myself. And, um, you know, I was doodling in my, in my, my law classes. Um, I continued doing that in big law, expressing some of my ideas on whiteboard, seeing that people react to it, continued doing it all the way in-house, 
Um, and at some point started publishing notes to my legal self, which is essentially drawings that summarize where I am, how I feel about law, the things that we value and where we should be going, uh, or even more specific kind of commentary on various uh, substantive areas. And what I've realized is that um, some things are just, easier to express with things other than words and that yes words are powerful and yes we see a lot of creativity among lawyers and yes we should use more tools um you know uh, visuals for example is one of them i think because it's such a it's such a powerful tool and most many lawyers do not use enough of it and in that way very much limit how much creativity uh, can show up in their practice. And you have started an initiative that is called Notes to My Legal Self, uh, using visuals in order to sort of demystify some concepts uh, for yourself, but also to communicate those better in a more effective way to others. What is Notes to My Legal Self? How did you got it started? Yeah, it's it, it, it actually literally started like Notes to My Legal Self when I was drawing reactions to things that were happening to me in my practice, in, in, my, in my studies, as I was going through my journey. And then I, over time, shared them on, on various whiteboards in my offices and saw people react and take ideas further. And I was basically having visual conversations. When you put a visual in front of people, they will one react, and sometimes they will actually take a marker and start drawing on it and take your ideas in ways that you didn't think was possible. You didn't even think of it. Um, and then you sort of have this visual conversation. And instead of expressing your ideas in million words, which is possible, it will just take forever. There's just sometimes a more efficient visual way to communicate those ideas. Um, and so that's that's how notes to my legal self started. Um, they were eventually published on the above the law and i eventually shared them on social media it was it's amazing it, it, it's still happening today i used to draw them by hands and i use adobe and then now i use canva in combination of adobe uh so i can do them a little quicker but the reason i do them is that they if you know they often elicit a, a reaction and conversation and spark a take on the conversation that I have not thought of and, 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 and really takes those ideas further. And the amount of discourse and, um, and, and examples that people provide as we're having this visual conversation is very powerful. Um, and it often gives them an, what, you know, what's, what psychologists call the gestalt, um, kind of uh, connect the dot reaction and, um, and really may impact them. Uh, visual teaching, uh, visual thinking, uh this is so great and it's so true like kids uh they understand immediately images and in fact adults too it's one of the most impactful images i ever actually hand drawn was basically a staircase that shows the progression of a lawyer from kind of climbing the ladder throughout their career from the day they show up doing well in high school doing well in college doing well in in law school passing the bar becoming a partner maybe become a general counsel and die and i and I, that's the visual i put in front of people and oh my god people had reaction um some disagreed some agreed some got a perspective um we connect with visuals even as you know some visuals just strike a little bit closer to home we have reaction to them we may have a reaction that is not intended unlike words i think visuals sometimes really hard to control because it's a it's a it's a much more restricted uh, medium uh, and sometimes, you know, triggers, depending on your baggage and experience, mm -hmm. different reactions that you may or may not have anticipated. But 
we react to images absolutely hands down and i it, you know i i just you know that was probably the most powerful image i i i, I ever put out i put out a quarter in in a few different ways and and that just puts your legal career in trajectory and i see lawyers depending where they're in life react to that and just either have an epiphany and want to change their practice or disagree with me or and i and i just love it and it, it always sparks a conversation mm -hmm.